I get drawn to this whole uh, uh, adventure. Um, I like to, to explore a ton. I've sailed all my life. Uh, at a later age, I took up dirt biking, and um, dirt biking wasn't about running around in a circle really fast. It was about going across, you know, a thousand miles or two thousand miles of open country at a time with my friends. So we'd go out for ten days, and every new corner was something exciting to see. Um, sailing's the same way. You never know what you're going to get every day, and you uh, you don't get it unless you go out there and give it a shot. Um, and then this project in particular, uh, with that background, and also I'm a pilot spent a lot of years flying. Um, this project gave me the, the ability to fly through the water and be able to go virtually anywhere in the ocean. And uh, that's what captivated me from the start of it. So people ask me where the best place I've been diving is and, and what, what drew me into that. Um, by far the most notable uh, dives I've had are twofold. And one was in, uh, in Baja. Uh, we were actually uh, spearfishing for for tuna, an island maybe 15, 20 miles offshore in a kelp forest, but you're dropped off alone. So you're, you're alone there, you're not on tanks, you're just free diving. And it was the most magical day of swimming through 90 foot tall kelp, uh, you know, kelp leaves or kelp forest with fish everywhere, just completely abundant. And the, the prey fish, the bait balls, the, the uh, predators coming through like the tuna and the yellowtail and um, being alone, you felt like you were way out there. And uh, we'd just been shark diving the previous three days not far away, so you felt very alone because of that. So that was a, that was a great trip. The second trip that um, was super memorable was because it was unexpected. And that was, uh, we were actually doing something unusual, which was taking a vacation. We don't often do that, because we kind of do that when we're working with the sub. And uh, we were in Tahiti. And the most unexpected place in Bora Bora, uh, we did a, a casual resort dive. And uh, if you had said to Disney, make the perfect dive with white sand 30 feet down, huge coral outcroppings and tons of fish everywhere, um, it had everything. And I've dove the Great Barrier Reef, I've dove lots of places, and this was extraordinary. And especially extraordinary just because it was not built up and built up as this huge big dive, it was just there. One of the biggest questions about my mission, and it's really applicable to all manned missions, is why go? You know, you can send a, a ROV, a remotely operated vehicle today. You can send an AUV, an autonomous vehicle down there. But it's just not the same. Um, first of all, that's not personally rewarding to me, the, the chance I have to go down there and see these things with my own eyes. Uh, I can stop in the desert and, and watch a little microcosm, a, a micro world going on you know, for a half hour. So in the ocean with so much more going on, uh, it's, it's very uh, rewarding to me to get to see, see it firsthand. Um, the ability to explore too, where we're going down deep, you know, really deep. Um, autonomous vehicles, of course, you're at the mercy of whatever the programming was. So if it, there's something interesting that comes by, it's not gonna know whether to react to that and follow it or may not have the ability to follow it. And of course I can. Um, if it's a tethered vehicle, uh, my, my sub is untethered, it's just driven by me. A tethered vehicle has a seven mile long cord on it. It's not maneuverable. It can't take off and go off in an interesting new direction. It has to worry about snagging its umbilical cord and all that. So we have a lot of freedom that way on what we can do. Uh, my sub's very quick too. Um, if you want to zoom along, you can go five knots, which in the submarine world is pretty fast. Most subs are one and a half knots. You can of course stop and look and observe. but 
this gives us the ability to cover a great deal of, of turf when we're down there. I think it's going to be realistic to do uh, something closing in on a 20 kilometer dive. So that's 10, 12 miles per dive. And that gives you a chance to see quite a lot. And, you know, in, in going into a forest, if you're only going to move around a tedium amount, you might not see a deer. But if you drive 12 miles through a forest, you've got a lot of chance to see things. There's a lot of uh, press today on what's facing the ocean and what the big topics are out there. I think we're finally getting a grasp on one of the most disturbing, which is the microbeads. Um, people have been very worried about plastic pollution in the ocean, and I think that has uh, some valid concern. But plastic, ultimately, you can pick up and you can, you can take out. The microbeads are so fine that you can't filter them out, and they're absorbed and eaten by uh, microbial life and get into the food chain and end up, you know, in fish, which means they're going to end up in us. And they're, they're so teeny that they aren't, when they end up in the fish, they don't go through the stomach. They're going to get a, become part of the fish's uh, uh, body. So, you know, when we eat that fish, we're going to get them. That's really concerning. And um, it's a tough genie to put back in the bottle. So we're focused on stopping that now. The United States has signed up to stop that. I think it's terrific. Uh, it's a law that I really heavily support. Um, there's a secondary uh, thing that I'm very interested in. Um, let me say that I don't react to the things that already have lots of action. So there's plenty of focus on overfishing. There's focus on plastics in the ocean in a big sense, not the microbial, microbe stuff. Um, but the cleaning up the, the past dumping is a huge issue. Uh, it's one that I intend to use the sub to, to highlight. Um, it's not to slap people's hands or anything. I don't think anybody walking around has any idea how much is out there. You know, there's a thousand dump sites on the East Coast and a thousand dump sites on the West Coast for chemical munitions and, uh, and chemical waste. And these are really, really severe uh, things. Mustard gas from World War II canisters. 20,000 tons of them in one of those sites alone, uh, 50 miles offshore of New Jersey. You know, that stuff's still contained because it's so cold and it takes a long time for the containers to rust, but they're rusted, they're open now, but it's jellied. So it's still contained in one place. Much better that we, we clean that up before it becomes free in the ocean, widely spread, and, and then we truly can't clean it up. So I think that highlighting that with video and making people aware of it, I don't think you have to slap hands, you just have to create awareness and then it'll become a priority. The other side of, of looking at the ocean today, you look at the problems and unfortunately they get all the press. You know, everybody, it, it makes bigger news to, to have negative things. There's a lot of great stuff going on. Um, as much as I like a manned vehicle, the autonomous vehicles and the, the ROVs from ones that you can make or bought, build on your own at home, up to sophisticated, you know, half million dollar uh, articles, are opening up the ocean in ways that, that couldn't have imagined it even a decade ago. So that's creating awareness all over the place. And I only see that accelerating. And then in an exact parallel with that, you're seeing all kinds of autonomous vehicles that can go out in the ocean and be out there for nine months or a year and bring back fish counts, bring back weather, bring back temperatures, bring back carbon dioxide, and tell us so much more about the ocean that we know virtually nothing about today. Uh, NOAA, um, they're, they're on a limited budget, but they uh, are typically sampling a dozen or so sites in the ocean for uh, carbon dioxide. And the ocean is 800 times the, the mass of the air. And if we're worried about global warming and CO2, you know, you have 800 times as much of it over here as up there. It, and we're monitoring that in 12 points.
we got to know a lot more about that to know what's going on in the whole picture here.